What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Friday, December 15th edition of the NBA Lineup Generator video. I'm your host, Adam Scherer. You can follow me on Twitter at ShipMyMoneyDFS. We have a nice eight-game slate tonight uh, on a Friday. A few good payup options. We have some value opening up as the day has gone on. And we're going to take a look at all of that using the lineup generator for both DraftKings and FanDuel, as we always do. But first, make sure that you give this video a like, whether you are watching on YouTube or on Twitter. If you are watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you get an alert when our shows go live as well. Now, we are going to start on the DraftKings side as usual. And the first option that you are presented with is the ability to choose the type of lineups that you want to see, whether you want to see all different types, chalkier lineups, balanced lineups, or more contrarian lineups. You can choose any of those options. It's recommended that you look at chalkier lineups for your smaller field contests, more contrarian lineups for your larger field, uh, but you can use this however you see fit. For this video, I am going to choose contrarian. Then you can lock in a player if you wish to do so. I don't recommend doing it if you are playing, say, a 20 max tournament. I prefer personally, at least, being able to see a variety of different lineups with you know, not any one player locked in. But if you're playing one lineup or three max and there's a player that you know you want in the lineups, for example, you're not going to save a lineup unless it has that player, then save yourself some time and lock someone in on this page. But I'm going to skip that for this video. And then we get to the next screen where we start to be presented with lineups. And if you're still not familiar with how this tool works, what this is doing is the lineup generator utilizes our player projections, ownership projections, and simulation models. It does all of the work on the back end. And then it presents you with individual lineups that are projected to be profitable long-term lineups uh, on the site that you're playing on. So it does all the work for you and then presents you with lineups. Then you have the ability to either save or discard those lineups uh, based on whatever metrics you see fit. Uh, if you like the lineup, save it. If you don't, discard it. And you will simply get another lineup that projects to be a profitable lineup in the long run. You can see all the information that you would need on this page, the salary of the lineup, the fantasy point projection, the ownership projection. Uh, these slider, The sliding scales down here at the bottom for projection and ownership show you how this lineup compares to the alternatives, which is what's really important when you are selecting lineups. And then you have the player data as well. For each player, their salary, their projection, and their ownership is available. And then over here on the far right side, you have uh, these arrows, which allow you to customize these lineups player by player. So if you look at a lineup, say you take this lineup and uh, you really like the way that it looks overall, but you don't like Jeremy Sohan because he burned you last time out and you never want to play him again. Click the arrows here and you can scroll down and see all of the available small Fords that are $5,700 or less. So say you just want to turn Jeremy Sohan into Herb Jones. You would click the arrows next to Jones name and he will replace Sohan. The rest of the lineup will stay the same. And you have, so that's how you have the ability to uh, customize a lineup. If you look at it and you like most of it, but you just really don't like one or two players, you don't have to just discard the lineup and then hope that eventually you get another one that looks like it. You can just make those changes on your own. Uh, so for this video, I'm going to just save the first 20 lineups that we see. And then we can look at the next on the next screen at what players are showing up for us. And here at the top, we have a couple 3K guys for the Boston Celtics. It's a weird situation right now because we don't have much clarity on who is going to start for them. But we do know Al Horford is out. Christoph Porzingis is doubtful. Luke Cornett is out, which matters because of Porzingis and Horford not being expected to play. And Jalen Brown is questionable. We do currently have Brown projected in. But the absence of Horford, Cornett, and presumably Porzingis 
Opens up a lot of front court minutes here. Normally, if Porzingis is out, you would expect Horford to step in as the next center up. If they were both out, you would expect Cornette to step up, but he's also out. So Nemius Cato uh, right now, it's difficult to see a path where he doesn't play meaningful minutes for a 3K player. He doesn't have a lot of NBA experience, but over the last three years, he's been between a 0.9 and 1 fantasy point per minute guy. We have him projected for around 23 minutes right now, which at 3K just makes him look like a good value. Uh, O'Shea Brissett, similarly, he's not a center, quote unquote, but he is someone that is likely to soak up some of these front court minutes. If Jalen Brown were out, it becomes even more important for Brissett to be out there. Uh, so we are projecting him for a relatively big role here as well. We have him at 21 and a half minutes, projecting between 15 and 16 DraftKings points. But at 3K uh, on this particular slate where we don't have a ton of cheap value, we do have a lot of good players to pay for. We're just getting to a lot of both of those guys may or may not change by lock, depending on what else happens on the slate. You know, any reports we get out of Boston on what exactly they plan to do, because this is an unprecedented situation this year. But right now we're getting to a lot of reset and Kata and it makes sense. You know, we're not, I don't think that we are taking an aggressive projection on these guys. Like I said, we're only giving about 23 minutes to Kata, about 21 to Brissett, and they're still showing up. So um, really, really ugly names at the top, but it does make some sense. Denny Avdia, Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, all playing in the same game, which has a 261-point total. Great game to get to if you can. We do have Jordan Poole questionable for the Wizards as well. If he happens to be out, Avdia will look a bit better, but he looks like a strong play one way or the other. Tyrese Halliburton at 11300 Very expensive price tag here on DraftKings, but as I mentioned, it's a great game environment. He's obviously a great player. He's been one of the best offensive players in the NBA so far this year, and Part of why we're able, we're using these 3K mediocre Boston guys is being able to get to somebody like Halliburton in that game. Benedict Matherin likely giving you mid to upper 20s in playing time at 6K in a great game environment, so nothing wrong with that. We have Zion, who is questionable but went through shoot-around today at just 7,900, getting to 20% of him. 20% of Julius Randle, Gordon Hayward, LeBron James, and Tyrese Maxey as well. And then rounding out our highest-owned guys with 15% of Trey Young and Devin Vassell. Now we will move over to the FanDuel side and look at the same thing. But before we do that, if you are looking to use this tool for yourself, and I highly recommend doing so, you can sign up using the link in the description below on YouTube or in the tweet below if you are watching this on Twitter. It's just $14.95 per week. You get access to this tool. You can use it as many times as you want up to lock. It will update with our as our projections and ownership update. And it is perfect for the single entry, three max, 20 max players. We created it with you in mind because we know that one of the most difficult things about improving at DFS and getting into DFS is putting yourself in a position where you have access to tools that allow you to compete at a high level, but where you're not spending so much money that you're putting yourself in a hole where even if you are getting access to great data, you're not playing enough volume that you're really ever going to expect a profit. So we created this tool where you don't have all of the same inputs, all of uh, the same customization options that you do with, say, the full Sims package, but it's a fraction of the price. You're using the same models, the same technology, the same uh, projections and all of that, and uh, it, it should improve your game. So highly recommend trying it out. Hopefully it works really well for you. You can move up in stakes and then maybe eventually try out the full Sims package. But at $14.95 per week, it is perfect for you if you're a single entry, three max, 20 max, just general lower stakes player as well. Highly recommend checking it out. Uh, now, moving over to the FanDuel side, same options here. I'm going to choose contrarian lineups, and I'm not going to lock anybody. 
And then I'm going to grab the first 20 lineups that we get. And we can expect some different exposures compared to DraftKings just because FanDuel pricing generally is not as tight as it is on DraftKings. And then obviously you also just have different roster requirements. And uh, one thing that stands out immediately as a difference is that Isaiah Jackson is showing up as our highest owned guy here at 75%. He is power forward eligible on FanDuel. He's an interesting play on DraftKings just because he's the backup to Miles Turner in a very high scoring game. And if anything happens to Turner, whether it be foul trouble, injury, whatever, uh, Jackson will look really good. But he's a center on DraftKings, so the opportunity cost is higher. Uh, power forward on FanDuel is about as low opportunity cost as you're going to get. Uh, small forward, I guess, would be nicer, but uh, very, very easy to get to Jackson. Then we have Denny Avdia, Benedict Matherin showing up. Miles Turner at 7,700 looks good here on FanDuel. Trey Young, who we were seeing 15% on DraftKings, is showing up 40% on FanDuel. Uh, then we're getting to Toronto guys in a favorable matchup against Atlanta with 35% Scotty Barnes at 9,200 and 30% OG Ananobi at 6,500. LeBron James is questionable tonight, but assuming he's in, we're getting to 30% of him, 30% of Devin Vassell on the other side of that game. Uh, then we're getting to a $4,200 Aaron Neesmith in that Indiana-Washington track meet at 25% along with Tyrese Maxey. And Jordan Poole also in that Washington game uh, at 6,300. Now, one thing I did not show you on the DraftKings side, but I will show you here. I mentioned the ability to customize your lineups using the arrows. Uh, so, you know, these arrows over here on the right-hand side. Another way that you can customize your lineups and manage your exposure easily is, let's say you look at your exposures here and you realize, okay, Isaiah Jackson, I like him. He's a good play. I want 60%, not 75. Click his name over here in this table. It'll be highlighted in yellow, and it's going to move all of your Isaiah Jackson lineups to the top. You can then scroll through and, and find, if you wanted to get to 60% instead of 75, find three that you like the least, whether it's the three highest owned, the three lowest projected, three that happen to have some other player you don't like, whatever it may be, go in, discard the lineup, discard the lineups that you don't like, and then just scroll down to get more lineups. It will take you back to the previous screen. It'll save the other 17 lineups you had already selected, and then just save three lineups that do not have Isaiah Jackson to replace the ones that you got rid of, and it'll take you back to the next screen once you do that. And we're now down to 60% Isaiah Jackson. Uh, you will, of course, want to pay attention to make sure that you didn't have any unintended consequences elsewhere. You know, if you cut back Isaiah Jackson and then suddenly you're getting 60% of some other player you don't want, you might have to do this process more than one time. But ultimately, keep in mind, all the lineups you're being presented with are lineups that expect to be profitable over the long run. So it's just a matter of your risk tolerance and figuring out how comfortable you are to different players. This screen is a very, very useful way to be able to do that. That's all I have for you now. Be sure to keep an eye out on injury news that comes out throughout the day. Sign up. Use this tool for yourself so you can get the best lineups possible, as close to lock as possible. Other than that, thank you for checking out the video. Good luck on your lineups and enjoy your weekend.